like you spend seven hours a day, five days a week for your entire childhood preparing for this moment. And it feels like if your essay isn't perfect, like you're doing yourself a disservice. Hi everyone, welcome to Applying From A Distance, where some of our Bullseye seniors will be debunking and discussing the college application process. I'm your host, Raina Wan, and within the next few months, we'll be talking about everything from how applying to colleges really are to eventually the schools they get into and how. But before we get into all of that, I'm gonna let today's senior panel introduce themselves so you can learn a little bit about who they are and maybe give a little reason why they're qualified. Hi, so my name's Camille and I've been on the paper for three years now. I was a staff writer for two years and this year I'm editor in chief. I, I'm, I'm not really a part of very many clubs. I did start a club last year called the Diamond Bar High School Baking Club, but it got canceled obviously because of the pandemic. And I'm also part of Key Club, though I haven't done many activities for it. I plan on majoring in philosophy, politics, and economics, uh, mostly because I'm really indecisive and some schools don't let you go in undeclared. So that's like three majors in one. And damn, that's pretty much it. Hello, my name is Connor Cho. I've been at the Bullseye for about two years now. I've been here for one year as a staff writer and one year as the assistant business manager. And uh, a few things about me is that um, I'm a, uh, director of meetings for Leo Club at our school, and I'm also um, part of the anti-fire campaign organization. I'm also in a few other clubs such as um, Interact and whatnot. And yeah, that's pretty much most of the stuff I do. And I, I want to major in business, so yeah. Okay, hi, um, I'm Emily, and I've been on the paper for three years. I was a staff writer for one year, an assistant feature editor for another year. And then this year I am a feature editor. Um, I'm a part of NHS and I am currently a varsity captain for Color Guard. And I plan on majoring in philosophy because you know, I really want that existential crisis in college. <clears throat> yeah. Hello guys, my name is Ryan Chan and I've been on the school newspaper for two years now. My first year on the paper, I was assistant business manager and this year I'm the business manager. Some clubs I'm involved with at school would be um, the debate club, would, would, be, would be debate club, which I'm vice president of, and then also Leo club where I'm also the vice president. And um, in college, I'm planning on majoring in business. Now that you know a little bit more about our panel, we're going to start with some of the most common questions when it comes to starting college apps. So first, when do you think is the best time to start college apps or preparing for them? And what was your own experience? Uh, I know a lot of people recommend to like start like your college apps like pretty early on, right? Like for me, I think um, a good time to start would probably would just be sometime over the summer. And I, I would recommend you start off with your UC applications. Since I feel like um, the prompts for like the UCs, some of them are pretty similar to the other, to the other common app prompts. So you can kind of use your UC essays like as a draft for like your um, private, private college essays. Yeah. And to piggyback off of that, there's also the fact that you do have to have all of your UC essays complete for your GLC recommendation packet that you turn in towards the start of the year. 
So it's good to start thinking about that before anything else, because it's something that has to be done earlier than everything else, even if you don't realize. And you can turn that in, that packet, without your UC essays, but it's kind of a detriment if you don't. So it's better to start those early. Um, yeah, I think that the GLCs usually tell you to start in summer and start really early and start brainstorming for all your essays, which would be beneficial. <clears throat> in my personal experience, I, like Camille said, I had to get my UC drafts in pretty early because of the GLC recommendation. But for my schools that I did through Common App, <clears throat> I didn't really plan ahead as much as I should have. And I probably started most of them maybe a week or two weeks before they were due. But um, that was for the essays. I think for the like more filling out facts and stuff for each application, I did it during the summer because it's super easy and it doesn't take a ton of time. And you're kind of just inputting your grades and information about you. It's just the essays that take a lot of time. Yeah, I think the essays, they themselves like when you're just writing the amount of time that you spend simply writing your essay isn't going to be a lot but there's going to be a lot of editing that happens and if you're like me a lot of rewriting because I honestly wasn't satisfied with how any of my essays were after one or even two three drafts for some of them and I mean like half of the UC essays that I turned in I ended up completely rewriting for the actual application itself so that's another thing to consider is that just because your essay is like finished over the summer doesn't mean it's actually done. And you should always keep looking back to it up until the last minute you submit. Because if you just write it, forget about it, and then turn it in as it is when you first wrote it, you're probably not going to turn in a very good draft. And I know we're all used to like getting stuff out of the way, just doing one draft and calling it a done deal. But that's not something you can really do for college apps, especially if you're applying to prestigious schools that get a lot of really good applicants. So you're going to need to give yourself a lot more time for revision than even just the writing process itself. Do you yeah. Think oh, no, you go. You oh, go. yeah. I, I was also going to say, like, I feel like the process gets faster, like the more essays you do, because like for like the supplemental essays, right? Like with all of the colleges, like they, have, they like to ask the same questions. Like there's a lot of like the why, like the why, like the why essays, like it's like, like why Northwestern, like why NYU. So like the first time, like I wrote like these essays, like it would take a long time. But like once it came to like the third or fourth time I was doing it, like I could pump it out like pretty fast. So it gets a lot easier as you go. Do you guys think the essays are one of the harder parts about the application? Oh, for sure. Like nothing else in the application is as hard as the essay because when you're writing the essays it feels like you want it to be exactly perfect because this is like the culmination of everything that you've done in high school middle school like you spend seven hours a day five days a week for your entire childhood preparing for this moment and it feels like if your essay isn't perfect like you're doing yourself a disservice so you sort of like get stuck just rewriting your essays over and over again trying to get them to a good state, which makes it really hard because it, it's hard to stop at some point. It's also really hard just like brainstorming. Like, like before I even started like writing it, like I spent a lot of time just thinking like what topic I'm gonna be talking about in the essay. How much research did you guys 
really go into when you guys were applying? Like, did you guys research colleges really specifically or like research how to apply? How did it work? I think for me, I started with a pretty narrow list because I wanted to, or I knew from the start that I didn't want to go anywhere outside of the Southern California area. So I was pretty much set on just uh, like a dozen colleges that are within driving distance of my house. So from there, I kind of figured out like which schools do I want to go to, what do, what programs do they have, um, stuff like that. So I wasn't really um, looking like at a whole nation because I know a lot of people want to go East Coast. They're fine going anywhere or they're looking at a list of like top 20s. But my list started pretty small from the start. So it wasn't as hard when I was researching. For me, like I already knew I was pretty interested in business. So I kind of just Googled like good business schools in the United States. And then I kind of like picked from some with like lower acceptance rates and some with like higher acceptance rates. Like I could have some reach schools and then some other schools I'd be more confident that I could get into. I think going into the process, I kind of had to figure out what I wanted to do in the future first and see what kind of area I wanted to go into. I already knew I didn't want to do STEM, so I wasn't looking at schools that were known for their STEM programs. So I started out researching like majors and different types of majors that were more on the humanities side, which is when I found my um, major of philosophy. And so I kind of did the same thing as Brian did. I looked up the top philosophy schools and kind of went from there. Um, I knew I wanted to apply to a lot of UCs because I would like to stay in California, but I also threw in a couple out of states and private schools just because they had really good programs. But I wouldn't say I researched each school like to the extremes. It was more of a general just collection of good schools. Um, just like Emily, I wanted to apply to the California campus, so I applied to most UC campuses. Um, I also applied to a few outer state campuses also. I didn't really know what I wanted to major in at first, but it gave me like, I had a, a, a long time thinking about what I wanted to do in the future. So I, I just did a few research, you know, and I just ended up applying after that. And when it comes to research, I know a lot of it is really, like they tell you you're supposed to research your colleges, build your list and then apply. And there's kind of this process that I think after talking to a lot of other seniors happens as you're applying when they have the why us essays, as you slowly start to research like actually why you want to go to that school versus other schools, you might decide that you don't wanna go there anymore. And honestly, I think it's kind of, it has its merits and its downsides because it, on one side, like, if you have any doubt about going to that school, then you probably shouldn't apply. But on the other hand, you might just be feeling that way because that school has a long and arduous application that you really don't want to do. For example, um, I think Claremont McKenna had a kind of long application. And so I was kind of second guessing myself and I decided not to apply in the end, uh, which I tell myself my reason for that was because I was not going to mesh with the vibe at that school, which I still think is the case, but I do sort of have that nagging doubt of like, should I have applied? So I think it never really hurts to apply 
if you start early in the game, then you're not going to be stressing yourself out as much with your applications. Uh, so you do have the freedom to apply to schools that you might not attend regardless. But you can never change your mind after that deadline passes. So that's another important thing to recognize. Yeah, you know what, like Camille was talking about, like the, the YSAs, right? Like, I feel like I did most of like the in-depth research, like while doing the YSAs. Cause like sometimes like the word counts like a lot, right? So like I kind of run out of like stuff to talk about. So then like I would like research their programs and then I would just talk about like, like, oh, like why I'm up, like why their programs like appeal to me. And then I'll just go through their website and just like read through the different like programs and like internships they offer and stuff. What I found was helpful was that a lot of schools have a page where you can find testimonials from students in certain programs or majors that talk about why. And then you can ask yourself, like, does this apply to me? And if it does, it's always valid to use that as long as it applies to you. I think that in addition to like researching individual colleges, I also had to do research on different types of, of the application and different essays. Because I know some people, they have like college counselors, but I did not have that. So I wasn't really sure, like when I got a prompt and I was like, oh, I don't really know how to write this type of essay. Cause not, I'm pretty sure none of us had experience before college apps writing at sub, some of the supplemental essays, like why us? So I had to do some research and I usually use like YouTube videos of people either reading their essays that got them into good schools or college or some college counselors post like YouTube videos too, where they talk about like how to break down a prompt and how to like respond to each part of it. So I think that was also a big part of like my research process before I could even start like writing an essay. Yeah, I, th I think it's also important to not fall into the trap of reading too many essays online because if you read enough about uh, college essays online, you'll find a lot of things that say like, don't write this type of essay or this type of essay or this type of essay because everyone does that. But the thing is, there are millions of people applying to college every year and they're all having virtually the same high school experience as you because we have a standardized education in the United States. So it's really hard to even come up with anything unique. And in the end, I don't think you even have to be as unique as everyone says you should. It's should really just be honest and what's about you. And I know that's what every college admissions counselor will tell you, but that's really all you can do because if you get caught in a lie, then you're pretty much screwed. You could easily get rescinded. There have been people who have been rescinded from schools because uh, admissions officers called Dunbar High School to audit stuff that's on their application and they found out it's a lie. So how long have you guys really been thinking about college apps then? Just like the concept of having to go to, having to start an application, when have you been, when did you guys start thinking about it? Oh, well, um, because of how competitive DBH is, is I haven't really thought about it until like second semester of junior, cause like everyone's just mentioning college apps. That was kind of, it was kind of a stressful process trying to get into it because of um, how much everyone talks about it, you know? So like, I didn't start writing my college apps until like around August into senior year. I mean, like I've been thinking about like college apps, like probably since like, I think like probably at yeah, like the beginning of junior year, just kind of thinking about like 
like like picking what major I want to do but like I I only really started like working like on the college app like probably um like towards like the middle of the summer after junior year yeah I think that probably for all of us since we got to high school we've had that kind of knowledge that everything we do from now until senior year is working towards college applications and getting into a college and I think at spe- especially at DBHS there's a lot of pressure to do certain extracurriculars or take certain classes so you look good for your college application so I think we've all been thinking about like having to do that since freshman year um, I probably only started like actually thinking about colleges and majors and started working on my applications the summer before senior year, which is probably kind of late compared to other people, but yeah. I think I had the knowledge that everything I was doing would be to the end of applying to, applying to college ever since probably like middle school um, I was thinking about like this will help me for my college apps or like this will get me somewhere that will help me but I never really went out of my way to choose activities that I thought would look good specifically because I feel like when you do too many things at once I think admissions officers can really tell that you're spreading yourself thin because even if you're college applications they have a lot of slots for activities and extracurriculars and they don't give you much space to talk about them and that makes that sort of gives the sense to a lot of people that you have to have a lot of activities to do well but honestly I don't think that's healthy because you end up not having a lot to write about about any one thing and if you're going into a college where you're going to be dedicating a lot of your time to one particular thing because you're choosing a major. If you're doing too much in high school and not focusing on one particular category that you're actually interested in, then you're pretty much showing them like that you don't have any direction and that you're really just doing things for college and not for yourself, which is what you really need to be focusing on is what you want to do and not what you think they want you to do. So on that note, that'll our final question for today will be, is there anything you guys regret not doing in high school and why? I don't think I regret not doing anything, but I feel like I do regret doing some things. Like, I think like in, like Camille was talking about like in middle school, like she was kind of already like, like based off like the classes, she was kind of like thinking about like how everything like leads up to like college. Like I remember in like middle school, like I think in like seventh grade, like they like start splitting you up into like the different math classes. And like, I remember everybody was like so toxic, like if you were in like the highest one. So then like, I was in like the middle one or something, right? So then like, like I think like I got, I kind of got pressured into taking the, taking like the geometry over the summer thing. So I could be in like the, like the higher one. But then like now, like looking back on it, like I kind of feel like it was kind of pointless since like, like I don't think it was, I don't think it was really that worth it. So like, if I could change something, like I probably just wouldn't take geometry over the summer after middle school yeah I think if you're applying to I'm not sure if it's all UCs but at least UCLA they tell you that they compare you to other students in your high school not students across the nation which is supposed to comfort you but really doesn't help if you go to John Bar High School um so there were a lot of things that I did 
that I was told I would regret. Like taking Algebra 2 Trig Honors was a lot of work and it really sucked. But I never ended up regretting it because I know that I'm being compared to other students at Dunbar High School. And if that's what the status quo is, that's what I need to be meeting. And honestly, after that class, it wasn't as hard later on. Um, I think Mach 5 and Calc BC ended up being like two of the easier math classes that I ever took. And it was nice to have math out of the way and have the freedom to choose whatever I wanted to do afterwards. Um, but I think sort of on the opposite end, I kind of regret taking certain classes because even though it's something that when I first joined them, I thought it was something that I would be interested in. Um, it ended up being too big of a workload for me. Like this year I'm taking physics C and it's honestly more work than I feel like it's worth because uh, I'm doing a liberal arts major. So there really isn't a major benefit for me from taking this course. Um, because even though it shows that I am competitive, and that I'm dedicated to this class. It's not really getting me out of anything that was gonna happen in my core curriculum. So I'm really just taking it for the sake of taking it. And the amount of like work that it is to take this course just isn't really worth it in my opinion. So if there's a class that you're taking that you're questioning like, should I even be taking this? Usually stick to it, but in your senior year, I feel like it's okay to kind of um, let off the gas a little bit to use Mr. Patterson's terminology, because honestly, your senior year, um, the courses that you take matter a little bit less. You already kind of know what major you want to go into. So if you know what major you want to go into, then you kind of know which classes aren't going to be necessary for you. Yeah, that's facts. I feel like you should just chill during your senior year. Like I was taking like I was taking like more rigorous courses like freshman through junior year, but then like this year I just decided to like, you know, just relax a little bit and I like I pick some, I pick the easier classes and like, I feel like, um, like half of senior year, I don't think it even really matters. Like as long as you're not like completely failing like your classes, like in second semester. So like, honestly, you guys should just like take a well-deserved break, you know? I think also if you already, like the classes that you take matter a little bit less if you've already like if your GPA can be maintained by not getting a 4.0, like my GPA will drop if I don't get an A in this stupidly hard class. And I feel like that really sucks. But if your GPA already is like at a certain level, then you have a little bit more freedom. Like there's less pressure to do well in hard classes. So you could take that class um, and not have to worry about trying to maintain your GPA. Because if your GPA does drop, and you do get grades that are worse than you usually get, you have to notify your colleges. Um, I mean, that, I would say, yeah, going off them, I kind of had this pressure to take certain courses like AP European History. I don't know why I took it. I don't really need it for college or anything, but I took it because a lot of my friends were, and my mom kind of pressured me into it. She's like, this is gonna look good in your college application. I really don't think it's going to make that big of a difference. I would say just focus on like fulfilling the requirements to graduate and the A through G requirements. This year I decided to take calculus BC and it's not the most advanced math class, but I feel like I probably should have just given myself a break and taken an easier class because I don't really need it because my major isn't 
anything STEM related or anything where I will be required to be really good at a course like this. Um, and non-academically related, I would say I would regret not going to a school dance, especially since this year we don't have any because it's our senior year. So, um, you know, go to school dances when you get the chance. <laughs> but yeah. Oh, uh, like Emily, I didn't really know I was taking AP classes at first, like sophomore year. Like I only took AP Euro history because everyone else was doing it. But I guess taking a class was worth it in the meanwhile, because like junior year it kind of prepared me for my other AP classes that I was actually interested in taking. But um, one thing I do regret is um, I was really quiet, like especially like my first few years of high school, I didn't really engage in any extracurriculars. Like it wasn't until like after I joined Bullseye in soft uh, junior year, I started engaging in more clubs and applying for officer positions. So that's what I was doing. So I think like in the first few years of high school, uh, you should take advantage of the extracurriculars that they offer. And on that note, thank you for listening to Applying From a Distance and stay tuned for next month's episode where the seniors will be talking about how they chose their majors and more information about college. Let us know in the comments below if you have any other questions you want our seniors to answer.